Kia ora, and welcome to another Education Gazette Tuku Tuku Cordial podcast. I'm Anna, and I'm with Kate, and we're here at Bishop Viard School in Porirua with the students, masterminds, and entrepreneurs behind the business, Fa'amalosi, Say It Right. They've created a website to help people pronounce Māori and Pacifica names correctly, bringing pride into pronunciation. And to top it off, last year, the business group were national award winners of the Young Entrepreneur Awards. So Tinakwe, Malo Elele, Talofa, thanks for joining us today. We're here with the two CEOs, Manfred and Tui. So let's start from the very beginning. How did your team come up with the idea? So basically for um, Yes Enterprise, you have to, um, when you make your product, you have to think of a problem and think of a solution for that product. So basically we just sat down as a, at the table as a group and we just um, brainstormed common problems within our, um, within our group. And then one of the ones, one of the ideas that came up was the mispronunciation of um, our names and how we all have had our um, last name or first name mispronounced. And I guess that's where um, the, the problem came from. And then we um, took, I think, a day um, to think of um, our solution and that was um, to create a website to help with the pronunciation. So, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So you came up with that idea in a day. Yeah, yeah, basically. Wow. So, like you've said, it's based on past experience. How how have people mispronounced your names? Um, what have they called you? So for me, um, my one's probably the most commonly mispronounced because it's spelled as toe, but um, pronounced as toy. So they will say it as toy or toy um, when they mispronounce mispronounce my name. Thanks for sharing that. So how do you feel when people mispronounce your name or how have you felt in the past? Uh, it wasn't the best feeling, of course, um, especially when I corrected them and they still struggled to say it. So yeah, it wasn't the best feeling having them mispronounce it um, multiple times, even though I've already corrected them. So when it comes to correcting people, why is it so important for people to pronounce your name given by your family correctly? It's probably important because all names are a gift and they have different meanings behind it, especially with um, the Pacifica you know, cultures, you know, like Samoa, Tonga, Fiji. They, they all have names that have like real meaning behind it. I think that's another mission for us is to um, protect that meaning and you know, just getting everyone like pronounce names correctly, you know, especially for not just the Pacific, but the indig- indigenous um, community you know, with their names. So yeah, I think that's why it's important. So Pacific names are often rich in meaning. A name for many Pacifica people is a statement of their identity or origin. Where did your names come from? So the name Toe came from um, my grandpa, so on my mom's side, so my mom's dad, so that's where it came from. So I think that's why I cared so much if somebody mispronounced it because I knew it was important to my family, so if it was important to me as well. That's beautiful. Thanks for sharing. Great. So what we'd like to move on to next is tell us about the website. Tell us about Fa'amalosi. Um, how can we go to it and how does it work? Oh, yeah. So um, the website, it took some time um, creating it. I think it took about two months. Um, with, you know, young you know, entrepreneurs that like, have no knowledge in, in technology uh, whatsoever. So uh, it was quite difficult finding someone um, like to help us. But luckily for, for us, we had um, our uh, teacher's daughter 
that was into um, creating websites. So she came through for us and uh, she she actually um, used Wix, which is a website designer. And uh, she used that to design our website. And then she uh, sat down with us. We had little sessions on how we can uh, do it ourselves. So add names ourselves and create our own, um, like have our own taste to it. Uh, so uh, it took yeah, about two months for, and uh, I think like two weeks uh, to get our website up and going and then we launched it. Uh, so it's pretty basic. Um, so you can access it as www.fanmalusi.com uh, and it'll just take you to the, uh, the sign up page. So it has a fee of uh, $4.99 and once you've signed up, uh, you have unlimited access to it. Uh, so, um, you know, so on our website has, um, you know, like on a normal website has a menu and it has pages. So on our, when you access our website, it has a homepage and it has our story, uh, people that helped us to create it and then uh, it has a page of the names and then you can just access the different cultures and it'll have the different pronunciation to it. And it also has a upload uh, page where you can uh, send through names that you're unsure of and then we can see that through our system and we can get that uploaded from so, yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. Sorry, how, how many Māori and Pacifica names so far have you got on the website? Um, more than 800, I think, yeah. More yeah, than for Māori, probably more than 800. Samoa, oh, sorry, can you say that again? Māori, probably more than 800 and Samoa probably, yeah, around the same amount. Just, um, so yeah, so uh, we started off with um, adding the Indigenous so Māori, um, mm. the Māori names first because that was a lot easier because um, we could get access from other people in our community. So yeah, from there we added 500 or two, 300 plus names in one day or two days. Mm. And then we moved on to the next category, which was Samoan, and we added 200 names. So um, our goal was to at least add 200 names in each um, category. So Māori, Samoan, Tokelau, Fiji. Oh, Fiji is actually a new one. So mm. um, we just added that. Um, okay and Cook Island and Tonga. So um, our goal was to at least add 200 names onto each category. That's incredible to me. What do you, what do you think, Kate? It's just amazing. And so you just, from your own personal experience, just knew how to pronounce those names or did you get help from other members of the community? We had a massive like, uh, contribution from our community because uh, uh, without them, like, we wouldn't be where we are now. Uh, so we reached out to many like, heaps of people and they came through for their own knowledge. So uh, we had a, a student last year, uh, his name was Oliver uh, Tarantul, and he had his dad uh, come through for us. Uh, he sp- uh, spoke fluent uh, Kukala, so he was able to uh, pronounce the Kukala names for us. So yeah, we had heaps of uh, contribution from everyone, which was helpful for us because we couldn't do it ourselves. So have you personally um, done some of the pronunciation? Are there sort of specific areas of the website that you specialised in? So yeah, for um, Samoan and a bit of Māori, uh, Samoan because we're both um, full Samoan, Manfred being fluent and I know a bit, just a tiny bit. But yeah, I guess um, that helped us with um, doing the Samoans, our Samoan names ourselves. But obviously we got help from our community as well because we couldn't do more than 200 names on our own. So yeah, um, I guess you would say it was a good project within our entire community. So have you personally um, done some of the pronunciation? Are there sort of specific areas of the website that you specialised in? 
So yeah, for um, Samon and a bit of Modi, uh, Samon because we're both um, full Samon, Manfred being fluent and I know a bit, just a tiny bit. But yeah, I guess um, that helped us with um, doing the Samon's ourse- Samon names ourselves. But obviously we got help from our community as well because we couldn't do more than 200 names on our own. So yeah, um, I guess you would say it was a good project within our entire community. So on the website, you have do you have an audio file that people can listen to to hear the pronunciation and also like a breakdown phonetically? What does it look like? So if you click on the category, say you click on Mori or Samon and you come up to a name like uh, mine, Toe, um, you just click on the um, sound to listen to it. But if um, that's not helping you enough, um, then we add a phonetic um, section to that. So... Uh, we break it up so um to so like you will spell that t-o-h um phonetically and then it would be like probably e-h i guess so that's how um the phonetic and sound go together to um help mm. people with the pronunciation uh so talking sales uh how many people have you got signed up to the website i think the last time i checked was on the 3rd of march and from there we had yeah 3rd of march or the 27th of feb yeah and from there i think we had a thousand two hundred and sixty sales or more probably more by now but yeah that's from the last time i checked we had a thousand two hundred sixty sales awesome that's great to hear now uh a big question um but an important one what are your next steps for for malasi uh what is your plan for 2022 2022 um we've been given um, um a certain amount of money to help us um i guess turn our website into an app uh, the reason, uh, so the first, our main idea was to turn it into it, but we found out how expensive it was. So we basically settled with a website. But the reason we want to turn it into an app is because <coughs> it's just easier to access for everybody. Um, they don't have to go searching. They just go download it on the App Store or Google Play, I guess. And then, yeah, it's just easier to access for people. I guess that's what, that's um, really our main idea for wanting to turn it into an app. Yeah, at the same time, um you know, work harder and probably like, like what Toy said, um, get our website into an app. So Manfred, you just touched on this, but will you continue to run this business after you finish school since you're both in year 13 now? So to me, it's a 50-50, I guess, because um, with um, running the business and stuff, um, I actually found out what I would want to do in the future as well and what I would um, and if I would continue this. So going on to next year, I want to study business at um, Victoria University. And if um, continuing with this app and with this business can help me further my education at uni, then I think that might be a good idea for me to continue. But yeah. Okay, so with the business, what are some sort of unexpected things or experiences that you've had because of it? So going from year 11, um, we didn't really think we would come this far into our business. So start of year 12, when we first um, started our business, I guess promotion, when we thought of the idea, we had to think of how we're gonna get it out there and how um, we're gonna make sales. So um, obviously first we um, so, um, sold it to the school and the school supported us so much um, with our business. I think it was, um, yeah, there's um, a lot of the students and the teachers and their parents bought the, um, the app. And then when we emailed stuff and or when we called stuff to um, promote our business to them, we actually got shut down when we called them. And then we went to the email approach. And then when we emailed, they um, got back to us and they asked if they could do, 
guess um uh, interview interview on us yeah they wrote an article on us and um doing so we uh, when they um put up the article we actually made um from there we um a lot of our um people out there started to buy our app and started to like listen in on to us and then from there we got another opportunity to go on to um live television so that was the morning the morning show with John Campbell I think yeah and from there um we had um you know we had so I guess that was unexpected to get how we um got a big opportunity like that to promote our business and we um there was a little bit of um a couple of issues that went on that made us I guess you know what say well just I think probably like a bit of negative negativity like you know, just negative people out there, but I think for us as a group, we use that as motivation, you know, just to keep striving. You know, yeah, there are many opportunities like um, the money, the money show with John Campbell, and then after that, we went on the project, and then we went on our local um, Simon, Simon um, radio. radio. We're also waiting for um, the episode of uh, Guy Williams on New Zealand Nation. Yeah, so. Yeah, um, all those opportunities gave us um, such a good experience and we uh, learned how to face our fears. Um, a great teacher like Gina Lefaxio who just throws us into the deep end when um, we don't know what to do. No like, choice. No choice, no choice. Um, but yeah, it was a good, it was a good experience too um, and it really um, improved on our um, public speaking. So um, if you asked us these questions at the start of year 12, we probably wouldn't even be answering this long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, it helped us a lot and all those experiences were such good. And it may apply into helping us in the future. Like I said before, uni, studying business is an option there. So, so yeah. Thank you both um, for joining us uh, this afternoon. You are absolute legends well your whole team are um you're running a business during school and making meaningful change congratulations to you both so we're here with deputy principal gina lafalcio thanks for joining us today we just had a great discussion with your students manfred and toy about their website fatamalossi say it right and we're keen to hear from you as the deputy principal in this school so What's in a name? Why is it so important that we pronounce student names correctly and make that effort, especially for those who are Māori or Pacifica? Um, I think, um, first of all, just from experience, uh, watching new students come in and and often teachers take the role and it's just that moment when the teacher says it incorrectly. It's you can just see the student feels so uncomfortable. And, you know, for the first day, you know, what kind of welcome is that? So doing that research uh, is really important because it tells a student you care. Um, It tells a student that you acknowledge that your name, you know, comes with a lot of history, um, a lot of mana. Uh, It tells you who you are, where you're from, your culture. So I think that um, it's really important to pronounce names. Yeah, that's so right. Thank you so much for those insights. That's so true. Um, what advice then would you give to someone within the education sector, a teacher, a kayako or a support staff member um, who may not feel very confident with pronouncing Māori and Pacific names or others? I think just to try. All it is is just to try. And even if you don't get it right the first or second time, at least you're uh, taking the time out. And often I'll practice names um, before the student comes in and I'll ask 
people, you know, how do you pronounce this name? You know, it's just asking advice of others, but it's it's actually making the effort because, um, you know, our students are really important and you want to show that you care. That's so true. Just try, give it a go. Very simple advice that should have a good effect. How has the school um, embraced the Fa'amalosi website and, and how so? I think... Um, looking at the students it's like what they've done for us you know like and it's the other way around um shift the power you know from leadership teachers whatever to the students and um i think Fa'amalosi uh have done an amazing job but it's because they've had the forum to do so and so if anything we have a sense of pride um they are change makers and i say that because all teachers now want to really make sure that they pronounce names properly. Um, it's kind of, you know, you're developing the culture of the school. And so I am thankful for them uh, for sharing their story because it takes a lot, um, and especially Toi's story, um, it hits home, you know, and every time he talks about it, I can tell he feels something. And so um, to have that courage at 16, impressive. So um, I think, you know, um, we're actually learning from them and so I'm just grateful for them and, and, and our school's really proud. What's the growth that you've seen in these students? So, I, I'm so proud of them. I've just met two of them. Um, you must be just beside yourself with just what they've achieved um, personally and with this business. It's just amazing. Um, so how have you seen it really impact them personally? Um, yeah, so the growth, so um, number one, I'm saying that it's there. It comes they already come with it. So it's recognizing those strengths, what they've got, and then providing them opportunities, um, different opportunities, and then you can then you can see the learning just flourish. So it's the public speaking. They had so many forms of pu- public speaking. But when I look at, um, you know, a lot of them, they're orators in their own right. What advice or tips would you give other schools with young budding entrepreneurs? You know, when you've got a learning environment, look how much joy they're having. If they're having joy, they'll have amazing learning. Um, have high, the highest expectations um, and then get outside the classroom, you know, to prepare them for the real world. You've got to get out. You've got to explore. You've got to have conversations with different people from different businesses. And, yeah, I think that's, yeah. Well, Gina, thank you so much for um joining us today and sharing a bit of insight um, into what it's like to support Akunga on their journey of entrepreneurship. Um, yeah, any, any last words? Um, last words, I have high expectations of all students because if you think a student can't do something, they won't. You know, every student that walks in there find their strengths and go with it. Amen. That's really good. So that was for Amalosi, say it right. I'm Anna, and you've been listening to the Education Gazette Tukutuku Corridor podcast. If you'd like to share what you're doing at your school, Koda, or Early Learning Centre, do get in touch at gazette at education.gov.nz. Want to sign up to our e-newsletter? Simply go to gazette.education.gov.nz and click on the email alerts tab for podcasts, videos, and much more.